Hey everyone, welcome back. Erica here with another one. The topic in this video that I want to discuss is PTSD, which is an acronym for post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, a lot of us are familiar with PTSD in that we know that often people correlate it with those who have served in the military, okay? But what is PTSD? Now, in this video, I want to discuss what PTSD is, the signs and symptoms of them, and how you can connect PTSD with someone who is a narcissist or who suffers from narcissistic personality disorder, NPD. So without further ado, let's just get into it. Now, according to mental health professionals, PTSD is a mental condition that results in physical and emotional responses in individuals who have experienced extremely traumatic experiences. So it's basically the way you respond to certain situations that remind you of a traumatic experience that you have experienced. It can happen to anyone. Pretty much. It doesn't necessarily limit to those who served in the military because as we know a lot of them have seen things that are extremely traumatic, but it's a mental condition. So if you've had relationships where there was long-term abuse, if you've had a loved one pass away, if you've experienced physical or sexual assault, natural disasters, anything that's life-altering, okay, can create PTSD, all right? And you are basically facing feelings and emotions that create fear, anxiety. It can trigger depression. It can do a lot of different things, okay? And those who have gone through certain experiences in their life develop PTSD, but sometimes they don't realize it. When they think they've gotten over situations or they think they have basically put the water under the bridge, if they ever experience anything beyond that, if they ever experience anything that reminds them of a traumatic experience prior to that triggers the PTSD, they can have a lot of different types of reactions. So every situation is different. Now, in my own view, I kind of see PTSD as a form of suppression in a way. I mean, you have people who have had really bad traumatic experiences. And what do most people want to do when they've experienced you know, trauma? They want to forget it. They want to just get away from it and forget it and put the water under the bridge and that's that. But unless you actually really face it and unless you actually really get help to relieve the pain that was inflicted, all you're really doing is suppressing it. So if in the future you end up in a situation that may not exactly be what it was that you experienced, but you're getting that familiar feeling in that that trauma is kind of creeping up on you, that usually indicates that there is a strong level of healing that needs to be done. Okay, a lot of the time people tell us we have to face our demons, which is true, we do. 
especially if we want to completely free ourselves from from those traumatic experiences but if you go along the lines of my other videos a lot of the time when we face certain traumatic experiences the number one thing that a lot of people do is they numb okay you you kind of numb yourself you want to not face the reality of what has happened or what's going on so you numb yourself you do all kinds of things to try to forget it and at some point if you do it long enough you may forget it but it's still in there so when a traumatic experience happens again or what it is you perceive to be a traumatic experience that's when the ptsd kicks in that's when all the old memories come back so everything you numbed from everything you thought you forgot everything you thought was water under the bridge comes flooding back up and it brings you right back to that experience that you had so now that we got what ptsd is what it is that it can you know it can do i want to give some of the symptoms that you or even someone you know is suffering from ptsd and how it correlates with those relationships with those who suffer from mpd now the disorder runs under three main types of symptoms okay the first one is re-experiencing the trauma okay this is consistently going back recollecting thinking about things how it happened flashbacks nightmares i know a lot of us are familiar with that okay the second one is emotional avoidance okay you are avoiding people places activities anything that reminds you of the traumatic experience or any one that reminds you of the traumatic experience you're completely avoiding them and any one or anything affiliated with either the persons or the traumatic experience itself and the third one is increased arousal and that's you know inability to sleep or constantly concentrating okay you're jumpy, you're hyper, you can easily be triggered where you are easily irritated and easily angered. All right, those are the three main symptoms, the main core symptoms of PTSD. Now, I'm not a doctor, okay? Not a doctor. I am not a therapist, a psychologist, at least not yet. But I do know PTSD, okay? And I know a lot of us have experienced our own form of PTSD, okay? Now, depending on the circumstance, depending on the traumatic experience, there is really no set way of classifying who will feel what and who's going through what. You could only go based on what your own symptoms are. Now, in this video, I wanna go over the general symptoms and the general feelings that we all have when experiencing PTSD. I can't classify PTSD for someone who just came back home from being in the military because I don't know that experience. But all in all, the, the responses are pretty common in general because it's, it's more emotional and it's mental, okay? 
So when you're dealing with PTSD, I mean, if these symptoms sound familiar to you, then you know what it is. You know what you're going through. I know sleepless nights. I know what it is to not be able to sleep, to try to force yourself to sleep, but you can't because you're constantly in that state of mind where you're reliving the traumatic experience over and over again. Okay, now this is most common for those who don't really do numbing, where they're left to face the experience, you know, where you're constantly brought back to that particular point in time where you've experienced something really, really that was traumatic. You're on edge, you know, you're consistently on edge. You don't know whether you're coming or going. You feel like you're kind of lost, but at the same time, it's, it's, everything is so unbelievable. And no matter who says what, no matter who does what, you're just always on guard. You're on guard. You avoid places. You avoid going to certain areas or being around certain people or doing certain activities because it reminds you of the experience. It reminds you of what you want to forget. It reminds you of that. So you end up really sabotaging your own chance of having some type of liberation in your life because you're holding on to a memory. You're holding on to an experience that you want so much to let go because it's just driving you crazy. But at the same time, you can't let it go because you feel that by holding on to that experience, it's protecting you at the same time from ever going through it again. Make sense? I've done that. I know what that feels like. I know what it feels like to not be able to really enjoy yourself because you're still stuck in that state of mind. You're still stuck on, I can't believe this just happened. And then when you think all is well, some time has gone by without doing the proper healing, what you're doing is you're suppressing it. So you never really got over the experience. You never really got the help that you needed or did the proper healing that you needed to do to clear that energy out of your life. You just kind of put it in the closet. You put it in the closet and you just, you know, locked the door and went about your way. But then when you think that you're finally ready to go out there in the world and have a new experience, you're doing it extremely guarded. You're doing it with the idea that you are basically preparing yourself for the worst. Instead of going out there and saying, hey, let me experience life. I deserve it. You're going out there saying, I'm terrified. I am extremely terrified, but I'm going to do this. And though you think you're living, you're really not. You know, you're taking that traumatic experience, a piece of it, you're taking that with you. Because when people experience a traumatic experience, 
and I know this from personal experience, often what we tend to do is we tend to take that experience with us, or at least a piece of that experience. We take that with us because we constantly keep remind ourselves of what we've gone through in thinking that by keeping that with us, that's going to protect us from ever going through it ever again in the future. It's not helping us. It's hindering us. Okay. It's restricting us. What one person has done to you, what experience you have gone through does not necessarily mean it's going to happen again. And by holding on to that experience or number of experiences, by holding on to them, what we're doing is we're really creating self-destruction. Okay, PTSD can cause us to create self-destructive behaviors, okay, where we end up disassociating ourselves with people, okay? We end up not only avoiding friends, family, whomever, we end up doing things that are making us regress, that are basically keeping us held back. When you hold on to traumatic experiences, when you hold on to experiences that have severely hurt you, that have severely done, you know, an immense amount of damage to you, you are creating a shield, but you're creating a shield that's extremely toxic because you're surrounding yourself with nothing but that particular experience. You use that experience as reference in your future day-to-day life, okay? You basically walk around with it in your back pocket. You constantly put yourself in a position to not be happy because you can't let it go. I know that experience, I know that feeling. And as much as I wanted to believe that holding on to the pain and holding on to the anger and holding on to everything that I went through so I never have to go through it again, I later realized that it was hurting me more than it was actually helping me. And that's a lot. You're walking around fear-based. You know, you constantly have fear. You constantly are worried. You're worried, is it going to happen again? You're worried, if I let my guard down, is this experience going to happen again? You are constantly, you're anxiety-ridden. You don't know who you can trust. You don't know what to do sometimes. Sometimes you feel like it's just better keeping yourself in a bubble and keeping yourself just alone and away from everyone because the less you experience, the less chance you have of being put in a traumatic situation again. Here's the reality of it. The reality of it is is that you can't control what's going to happen in the future. The only thing you can do is discern and take what you've learned from the experience. Get the proper help that you need. Go through the healing. The healing part is the most important part when you've experienced a traumatic experience. Okay, no matter what it is, in order for you to be able to move on with your life, period, you have to properly heal. 
And healing can be a number of things. It can be getting professional help. It can be talking to a friend. It can be, you know, it can be anything. Anything that heals your mind, that heals your heart, that heals your spirit. That is what healing is about. Once you've gone through the healing stages and you say to yourself, I'm okay. I'm okay to face this next step of my life. Then you know that you're able to move on to the next thing that you need. Now, PTSD in dealing with someone who is a narcissist, who suffers from NPD, okay, is extremely high, all right, because it's psychological, all right. Now, I'm going to give you a prime example of it. Now, let's just say you were dealing with a narcissist, okay. If you've had a long-term cycle with someone who's a narcissist and it's been repetitive or it's just been one long ongoing cycle, okay? You got to understand that that is emotional and psychological abuse for an extended period of time, all right? That's continuous manipulation, lies, hurting, disgrace, you name it. We know what narcissists do and we know how they are. Now, someone who's been in your life for an extended period of time, okay, or for a good amount of time, who has been gaslighting you, who's been manipulating you, who has been lying, cheating, stealing, you name it, okay? If you manage to get out of that dynamic, okay, Naturally, it's going to create PTSD. And the reason being is because once you're able to break free from that dynamic, unless you've gone through the proper stages of your healing, unless you've gone through getting the professional help that you need to get you through the healing stages, you're going to basically take everything that you have gone through, every emotional problem, every every manipulative tactic, you name it. Okay, you're taking that with you. You're putting it in a bag. You're putting it over your shoulder and you're walking away with it. This is where the term emotional baggage comes from because you're taking the dynamics of that relationship that you had with the narcissist, okay? And you're pretty much taking it wherever you go, all right? Now, let's just say some time has gone by and you decide to get on with your life, okay? But mind you, let's just say you didn't go through the healing phases. See, PTSD affects people most when they haven't properly healed from the situation, okay? You haven't gone through the healing motions. You're pretty much taking that trauma, that manipulation, that abuse, those lies, the gaslighting, everything, and you are moving on in life with that baggage. You're pretty much walking with the dynamics of the exact relationship that you're trying to break free from mentally, emotionally, and physically, okay? You are walking with the toxicity of everything that has happened through your every day of your life, all right? And what you end up doing is you end up 
self-destructing. Okay, you end up doing all kinds of things because you haven't properly healed, you haven't gone through the motions, you haven't really come to acceptance of what it is that you have gone through. This is around the time that most narcissists, when they see that you're still holding on, you're holding on to that little thread because you haven't let it go, they'll try to come back to you in this stage. This is where they try to hoover you back in. They'll go with the love bombing. They'll tell you the whole song and dance of everything has changed. I'm a changed person. You can trust me. You can do, you know, we can work this out. And then if you end up falling for that, you go right back into it. And then what happens? The whole thing happens again. If you have been in a dynamic with someone, okay, and it could be ongoing or it can be little cycles of repetitiveness, okay? You'll notice that each and every time you go back to that person or each and every time you come in contact with that person, it gets worse. It gets worse over time. It's, it's no difference with the narcissist. Each time you attempt to try to make it work with the narcissist, trust and believe the abuse gets worse, the manipulation gets worse, the gaslighting gets worse, it all gets worse. And in doing this, you end up becoming worse when it comes to your PTSD. Because then when you finally decide to break completely free from the narcissist and not go back to the dynamic and not deal with that person or people and not want any part of it, your life in itself becomes a big void. And the reason it becomes a big void is because now you're walking around where I can't trust anyone. I'm not gonna love anyone. I'm not gonna let anyone love me because the last time I loved someone or the last time I, I let someone love me, I got hurt, I got manipulated, I got cheated on, I got lied to. I, I got all of this, I, I don't want it, I don't need it. And then what happens? You end up just restricting your entire life based off of those experiences. Now, you know, the PTSD gets pretty much triggered where you finally decide, I'm good, I'm okay, I can do this, you know, I'm, I'm over it. You're not over it. When you're dealing with PTSD, you're not over it. You're not over what has happened. You're not over the dynamics. You're holding on to energy. You're holding on to energy. You may not be with the person, but you're holding on to the experiences with the individual or the individuals, okay? And you are pretty much walking around with that baggage. So if ever you decide, let's say you decide to finally get into a relationship or finally, you know, become a part of a dynamic with new people or a new person, you're taking that baggage with you. So when you're taking that baggage with you, you are pretty much now creating that dynamic of fear, mistrust, anxiety, you know, you're, 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 you're bringing all of that with you into a new relationship with someone else. And that other person, though they have nothing to do with what's going on or what has gone on in your, your past, is left to deal with those experiences with you. And by that, it's if they, let's just say the new person... I don't know, let's say the new person said or did something 
that brought you right back to the narcissist because the narcissist said something similar or did something not the exact same way, but remotely similar to what that person, mind you, this person could be completely innocent. They have nothing to do with narcissism. They're completely healthy. So they're not perfect because who is perfect? None of us are. They are the total opposite of the narcissist. So not only are you making someone else pay for the mistakes, the experiences of what you've gone through, but you are self-sabotaging. You're creating destruction. You are basically dismantling a potentially, what could be a potentially healthy foundation had you done the proper healing, had you come to terms with what it is you had gone through and completely rid yourself of that energy. Do you get how it, how it all correlates with one another now? Okay. These are the types of things that people who suffer from PTSD end up doing, especially after leaving a narcissist. So in a nutshell, guys, you know, PTSD is, in, in, in my opinion and in layman's terms, it's really a result of not healing what we have gone through the traumatic experiences that we have gone through, not working through the traumatic experiences, not properly getting the help that we need to relieve ourselves from these experiences. You know, whether you suffered a traumatic experience that involved death of a loved one, of of someone close, natural disasters, hurricanes, earthquakes, or simply dealing with people who suffer from mental disorders. It's an emotional and psychological feeling that we need to clear. PTSD can turn you into someone that you don't wanna be, someone that you don't need to be, okay? If you walk around with those suppressed feelings, emotions, and thoughts, all it's really gonna do is restrict you. It's gonna hinder you. And then if you get triggered, it's just going to bring you right back to the very place that you've tried so hard to forget. And the best way to forget it is to get through it, heal from it, and you'll be able to see things a little bit more differently. Okay? No two people are alike. No one is the same. Everybody suffers PTSD in their own ways. But don't let it make you become someone that you know that you're not. Don't let it put you back in a place where you don't need to be, where you don't want to be, and where you don't deserve to be. Everybody deserves happiness, regardless. Well, guys, I do hope you enjoyed the video. I mean, I I hope that how I explain things, it really comes more from here, okay? I can give you medical terminology. I can give you what medical professionals say it is, but I usually like to do my videos in a way of speaking from experience, okay? So trust me, I know the feeling, I know what you went through, I know what you're going through, because I've been there, all right? But for safety's sake, at the end of the video, I will put the list of symptoms that are um, diagnosed by medical professionals as well, all right? So guys, 
I hope you enjoyed. I hope I was helpful. Thank you for tuning in with me. Guys, it's time to start living again. All right? Get through it. Trust me. I have faith in you, and I know you can do it. Until next time, guys. Namaste. Thank you.